Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Are you familiar with these lyrics? They come from an Advent hymn, which is often mistaken as a Christmas hymn, titled, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. What does Emmanuel mean? God with us. God with us. Today is the third Sunday of Advent, traditionally known as Gaudette Sunday, G-A-U-D-E-T-E, Gaudette. What language is that? Gaudette is the Latin word for rejoice. And the reading appointed today from St. Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians, picks up this theme of joy. St. Paul, the great communicator of the gospel in the first century to the Mediterranean world, is writing just 20 years, just 20 years after Jesus' death and resurrection to a brand new congregation full of brand new Christians, a part of a brand new Christian faith in the port city of Thessalonica, Greece. And you can still visit Thessalonica today. And the Apostle Paul writes in chapter 5, beginning at verse 16. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Say that with me. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Rejoicing, praying, giving thanks. Question for you. Question. These are things for when life is good, right? Well, for sure. Rejoicing. Praying, giving thanks, question. These are things from when life is bad, right? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop the sermon train for a moment. Doot, doot. Praying and thanking. Well, of course, these are things for when life is bad as well as good. For centuries, Christians have clung to God and allowed God to cling to them through the practices of prayer and thanksgiving during tough times. How many of you have found praying and thanking helpful when life is difficult? Raise your hand. Okay, I see lots of hands. But rejoicing? I mean, rejoice when things are good, of course. But when things are bad? Let's go back to the Thessalonians for a moment. Uh, they were experiencing good times when they received this letter, right? I mean, as it was read to the congregation, the people were partying it up. They were feasting on a luscious potluck of grilled meats and fishes and breads. Uh, gyro, anyone? And they had to turn down the boom box, which had been playing so they could hear the letter being read. The boom box was playing at maximum volume. James Brown's I Feel Good. That's how it was for the Thessalonians, right? 
Well, okay, not exactly. They, they were actually listening to the Beatles' Twist and Shout. You, you can hear all the girls screaming already. <clears throat> okay, so in fact, the congregation had experienced several funerals. People had died. And there were concerns about the return of Jesus, which many people believed was going to happen soon. Uh, the Jesus movement was brand new. It was misunderstood. It was being opposed. The faith was splitting families down the middle. It was dividing them. It wasn't exactly good times. And yet, St. Paul urges them in 1 Thessalonians 5.16, rejoice always. Rejoice always. Say that with me. Rejoice always. Joy is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit found in Galatians 5.22. Uh, some of you will remember uh, a cartoon from several years ago that had a song called Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy. The two are often confused, but here is a way of differentiating them. So put your thinking caps on, do a little reflection. Happiness is dependent on external circumstances. You get the raise. There are no red lights on the way to work. Your crush asks you out. Happiness stands tall in these circumstances. Joy, on the other hand, is not dependent on external circumstances. You are denied the raise. You hit every red light on the way to work. Your crush asks somebody else out. Happiness slouches in these circumstances, but joy stands tall. As it's been said, happiness happens to us. Joy is a choice. Happiness is a feeling. Joy is an attitude. Happiness is seldom present in difficulty. Joy can be. Joy can share its space with other emotions. Sadness, shame, anger. Happiness, not so much. Joy can abide deeply in our lives in different situations and seasons. Happiness often comes and goes in our lives, passing deliciously through one moment and then leaving us hungry the next. Francis Chan, an author and preacher, tells us, quote, the Bible teaches that true joy is formed in the midst of the difficult seasons of life, end of quote. I'm going to rewind that. The Bible teaches that true joy is formed in the midst of the difficult seasons of life. Well, how do you do that? I mean, with God's help, of course, but, but how? Billy Sunday, the great baseball player and evangelist of the earliest 20th century, put it this way, quote, if you have no joy, there is a leak in your Christianity somewhere. 
End of quote. Anyone here ever had a leak in their Christianity? Raise your hand. Yeah, I see lots of hands. So how do you fix the joy leak? First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 17 and 18. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Let's say that together. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. You see, when you practice prayer and thanksgiving, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of how you feel at any given time, you are unleashing the power of God into your life, the power of the Spirit and Christ's love. You're unleashing that into your life. You are setting your sights upward. You are fixing the leaks in your inner container of joy. You're actually allowing it to be filled. As the Apostle Paul says in verse 19 of 1 Thessalonians 5, do not quench the Spirit. Do not quench the Spirit. You quench the Spirit. You reduce your sense of God's presence in your life. You unplug yourself from the strength of God in your life, the strength of faith, by not praying and by not giving thanks very often. Whereas you unleash the power of the Spirit and you plug yourself back into the power of God and the strength of faith by regular prayer and thanks. So put this verse, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, and 18, put that on your refrigerator, put it on your phone, put it on your screensaver, put it in your car, put it wherever to remind you to do as the verse instructs. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, Give thanks in all circumstances. Question for y'all. Anyone here like to cook? Raise your hand. Anyone here like to cook? See several hands. Uh, does anyone here prefer to eat other people's cooking? Okay, I'm. Uh, that's me. I'm raising my hand there. See many others of you are joining me. <clears throat> so here is a recipe. Here's a recipe. Take a difficult world going through difficult times. Do we have that? Yep. Check. Take a faithful God. We have one. Check. Take a Christian. That's you, however faithful or however inconsistent. Check. And then each day you just add to your life little bits of prayer, just little bits of prayer, like help me God or guide me Lord or Please be with those who are sick. And then you just add in your life little bits of thanksgiving. Thank you for life. Thank you for family. I'm grateful for shelter, Lord. And even you might pray, thank you for ugly holiday sweaters. Can you imagine yourself doing that? Okay, maybe not the part about ugly holiday sweaters, but just a little bit of prayer, a little bit of thanksgiving. Can you imagine yourself doing that each day? Because you can do that with God's help. Just a little bit of prayer, a little bit of thanksgiving. And guess what, folks? That is all you need to do to develop your joy. That's it. Now, there's a little caveat. Obviously, if you're in a real tough space, a difficult situation, you're going through something, you may need other people's joy to sustain you. You may need help or assistance, you know, doctor, physician, pastor, whatever. Of course, 
But ordinarily, just that little bit of prayer, that little bit of thanksgiving is all you need to do to develop your joy. Because you see, the God who is faithful and then is going to then take your little bit of prayer, your little bit of thanksgiving, and cook that up into a spiritual meal for your soul that will spark the fires of joy deep within you. A joy that warms your life from the inside. A joy that smells apple ripe with hope. A joy that abides whether life's traffic light is red or green. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to thee, O Israel. Uh, what does Emmanuel mean again? God with us. God with us. And since God is with us, since God is with you, live out 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, and 18 by rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances. Amen.